0: Uh, but she's back. She's being back and it's good to have her back. Her name is Barbara Friedman. It's time for Bob's Why. She's going to tell us what's trending in uh, social media. What's Welcome. trending in my, in my head? In your head? What I choose to make. Well, it's your discretion. Yeah, it's like articles sometimes that I just see that are kind of trending, but they're just interesting to me. We'd need three hours just to go through all the trends, wouldn't we? Exactly. And also, some of them are so big at the moment, and they are covered so extensively on the radio, that I just feel today, Monday, after my weekend, I'm going to just go with some things that I think are kind of interesting. And the first is the Oxford English Dictionary, which adds new words every year. And and then I went to have a look... um, you know, the Oxford English Dictionary, it sort of began around, I think it was in 1857. And then I think later in the 1800s, there was a crowdsourcing uh, thing where they would get people to send in um, suggestions for new words. And then a committee, I think, of these, wh- whoever they were, would work out which ones they would add. So this is a tradition that's been going on. Because I always think, well, how do you decide what new words to add? Mm. When, does it, when does it get the traction Yeah, that it's a word for the great, glorious English dictionary with all its grammar and you know but I, I think find it with ai now you can tabulate that a lot easily <sighs> you? yeah i mean those some of those words are being added just by the way but the words that have been added this for this new year are and to give you a few of them workery And, of course, that is wokery and wokism. And I'm reading from the article in the Guardian. Disparaging nouns meaning progressive or left-wing attitudes or practices, especially those opposing opposing social injustice or discrimination, that are viewed as doctrinaire, self-righteous, pernicious, or insincere, were added. And then funnily enough another definition wokery, W O K E R Y, denoting a restaurant, food counter or kitchen serving dishes using a wok. Wow. So I thought that was all very odd. But anyway, you're in the dictionary um if you work. Um another word that was added was chamo chamocracy, C C-H-U-M, H U M, and it means a culture characterized or dominated by influential networks of close friends. And has been previously used to describe British politics, so it's not complete <laughs> nepotism, I suppose. Where you put where you put your child into a position of power, but it's your chums. Chumocracy. I think that's pretty rife. Yeah, That should be in next. I think we should. We should is write. It's not in there. Easy. Uh, oh, it is. It you can the, actually Google it. Yeah, you know, that was the thing that they made a big joke about. But, but chumocracy, chumocracy would be then. An chumocracy element chumocracy of is c- there now. And then in terms of. Um, uh, uh, a number of technology And internet related words They've added screen share um, So you know, I don't know if you're in a million teams meetings I'm in many oh. And um, I suppose that's when you're going to share your screen We're going to do a screen share Generative artificial intelligence Has been added And then talk board Which I've never heard Meaning an online forum or chat room Another one that they mentioned Is mm. something, a word Forever chemical now, how do you use that in a sentence? Okay, forever chemical apparently relates to synthetic compounds. So, for example, cookware which has a non-stick property, I suppose, like Teflon, that does never breaks down in the environment. So, I assume that it's like, oh, you've bought yourself a forever chemical pan, you terrible person. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Makes sense. Um, and then there are a few others that are just too complicated to explain. I can't. I don't even understand. Mansplaining was added in talk 2018. Talk to my wife about, uh, Huh? Uh, kind of preoccupation with forever chemical stuff but it's a good now we know it's a word you can actually be you can actually say to people oh that's just forever chemical it's so it's like not you're not environmentally friendly okay moving along i thought this was quite entertaining it's not just in south africa where people are non-compliant and um, about paying their TV licenses. I don't know why it always feels like a South African thing. So I decided to talk about this because I know South Africans find it quite amusing when they realize that actually they are places that are even more difficult about things than they are. And this is Britain who apparently does not like paying their TV licenses. And it is it is. The law, it is a law that you have to pay your BBC TV licenses, no matter, you know, it's like here where they go, but I don't watch TV, I don't watch TV. You have to pay your BBC TV license. And it is £159 a year. It's going up to £169 a year, which is over 4,000 rand in our money. No South African would pay that. Mm. And people are so behind in payments that there's a fine of £1,000 plus court costs and Lad Bible spoke to the national broadcaster and said, who said they don't like to be unreasonable. They don't like to come at people. But if they don't, if this continues, they're going to be taking people before their local magistrate as a last resort. And um, I'm assuming they're having the same issues that we are. The BBC needs the money. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I just think it's easy. It's easy. With digital, you can switch it off. They money in? Yeah, true. And they because they are saying that it's for the use of services uh, from other channels or apps. So they've included that in. I mean, I understand people here say if I'm using apps and things, why must I pay for the TV license? Oh, I see what you mean. Okay, so you're using… Like if you're using it around… If you're not like sitting down and watching yeah. your TV with bunny aerials… Just using it as a screen, yeah. That is something that was raised here as well. Yeah. People have… I think that, that they are quite keen to add… The screen type usage. So if you just watch Netflix yeah. on your iPad, remember there was there was it came up in the last thing they yeah. were saying they wanted you must then get watched. your money from the service providers, from the app uh, people, or from Netflix. I mean, I'm not against paying for a public broadcasting service because I do think that it's if it's a good one, it's a useful thing and for people... In millions fact, generating of people, local talent. Yeah, and because yeah. millions of people don't have access to anything that they pay for because, I mean, those apps do add up. I mean, DSTV here costs a fortune. Exactly. So if you want to have a good public Maybe broadcasting Maybe the sources service, of licenses should be upstream. Well, that's why mm. this becomes... And as the world changes, it this will. is mm. going to have to adjust. You're not going to be able to run away within... Britain also. No. So it's, you know, we always think everything's only in South Africa. But I mean, Britain, which is allegedly the big first world country, is having the same bloomin' problems because people are strapped for cash. And it's the last thing that you're going to cough up when you've got a million other things you have to pay for. Mm. You think, why should I pay my TV license? No one's going to come at me. Yeah. Anyway. And Chances last- of them finding you. Yeah. Although these days I mean truly they 've got us microchipped anyway, and then thirdly, I just felt this was just just amused me um I mean, would you want to be buried in a crypt next to Marilyn monroe and and if so, it would cost you a lot of money so what 's happened is, and I see this in quite a few American movies like you 'll see a scene where they go into that. That it's in Hollywood. There's it's actually this particular mausoleum crypt at Pierce Brothers Westwood Village Memorial Park in Mortuary in Los Angeles. You know, it's like these corridors with those crypts along the walls, like marble. They almost look like like. Um, a safety deposit box. I mean, it's that mm. kind of vibe. And then you can put flowers, like, in a little holder. And I've seen this in movies over all the years. So those – that particular one in in West Hollywood is, like, a lot of very famous and a lot of very rich people are buried in them, in these, like – in these square drawers, whatever. Yeah. Um. So the so there's one uh, – it's not right next to Marilyn's crypt. It is apparently the row above and four to the left – Whoever owned that, because I think some of them have never been used, because I don't think they open them and throw out what's in there. It's just never been used. Oops. The owner is now putting it on auction. It's going up for auction. Uh, the auction house is um, has said that the opening bid for this particular crypt is $50,000, but they believe it is expected to reach $400,000 on auction. And other interesting trivia is that um Hugh Hefner, when he started Playboy Magazine, um, which was actually I think in nineteen fifty four, he never met Marilyn, but he put Marilyn a naked picture of Marilyn Monroe on the cover as his launch um cover and it was it launched his Playboy magazine into like huge success. So when he died he'd arranged to he died in nineteen 19- he died in 2017 at the age of 91. Obviously, many years after she died in 1962, he is is interred in the crypt right next to Marilyn, even though they never met in real life. And he, I believe, he said, um, "Spending eternity next to Marilyn is an opportunity too sweet to pass up." <laughs> so Hugh Hefner actually bought that crypt right next to Marilyn, and his in, in his remains lie there and hers lie next to him was she a bunny at all do you know no she wasn't because he never met her and I think he just got permission to post this image on the cover which is a cover picture Um, but I went to look at the dates of that because I thought well how come they never met then Mm. because she was still alive but obviously he just did it through the agencies you know he just obviously didn't meet her in real life but he has met her in the afterlife clearly spending the rest of their afterlife together right thank you very much Barbara Free